Hello, you beautiful cycling fans. It's another A1 show, Vuelta España special. So today we had stage six. I like to think about today as an Ardennes style stage and tomorrow Alpine style stage. Today we had drama, we had the red jersey changing hands yet again and we had a lot of the top GC rivals wiped out in a freak crash. So we have a lot to talk about, so without pushing it off any further, let's jump right into it. A quick word to our show sponsor before we get on with the action. Uh, Missing Peace, they're our show sponsor for the Vuelta España. Missing Peace are a custom, uh, a custom workshop in Donegal, and they make all sorts of beautiful little trinkets from custom-made coasters. I've been eagerly checking my mailbox every morning waiting for my uh, custom chopping boards to come in and they've an array of cool gift items that all have that custom handmade feel it's a father and son operation run out of Ardara and the thing with the father and son operation is you can see in the craftsmanship of the work there's an absolute pride they take in this stuff so it's gonna look you know i wish in a lot of ways i had a cafe last year which i got rid of because it was a pain in the ass but i wish i still had the place so i could get some of these custom coasters and stuff around because they're gonna just give any place a little touch of exclusivity and class so i'm gonna pop the link to them in the show notes down below but it's just missingpiece.ie well worth checking out if you have an occasion coming up or you just want to treat yourself because you got the vuelta predictions right and you got my bet on valverde at 11 to 1 fast forward three weeks and now you're a baller so what happened today Look, no one likes to see anybody hitting the deck. We've talked yesterday about how sometimes the commentators and you know us as cycling fans can trivialise crashes uh, with things like just road rush. There was no trivialising today's crash. It was a stack-up. So the big victims here, I suppose the big name victims are, anyway, uh, Rigoberto Ran out of the race. Hugh Carty, out of the race. Nicholas Roach, out of the race. Um... I heard EF Education, my favourite team in the race, director uh, Garate, and he said he, from his opinion on the crash, you know, it's never nice to speculate on who causes these things. I don't know if the blame game's that helpful either, but nevertheless, he didn't seem to be too bothered with either of those. He said a lot of yum, a lot of Visma rider uh, lost control on a very fast descent. We've had no luck in this race. Hugh and Rico are badly hurt. Injuries haven't been confirmed yet. Suspected broken collarbone for both the guys, which is bad. Uh, just going to air here, which is it's we're late even. That's dark outside here, so got my blue light blocking glasses on uh, in front of my computer screen. Uh, I checked out Nicholas Roach's Instagram, his Twitter, and no word from him as to what's going on. So hopefully Nico's uh, gets manages to get a decent night's sleep tonight, and he's not in too much pain. Uh, we might try and get Nico on later in the race a bit deeper if his morale is there, and we'll get him as a we'll get him as a show guest and see how uh, see how he thinks the race is playing out and how it would have played out maybe a bit differently if I hadn't been that stack up today. But you know that's bike racing. Uh, George Bennett was interviewed after the finish line and very likable guy. Uh, again, the lotto rider and yeah, he said a couple of the guys, Tony Martin's dinged up pretty bad and he, yeah, George Bennett went down as well. But Bennett was saying, you know, 
you just it's pro cycling you're not going to get any sympathy so sympathy's not looked for nor given uh we had a big break today to find today's stage an 11 man break with some pretty big hitters in it we had nelson Oliveira in it dylan toons uh, robert hessink dela cruz from ineos uh who else we had jesus harada and we had gordon from ag2r pretty decent move uh they cooperated pretty well uh they cooperated pretty well for most of the day and uh gamez uh from scott mitchelton scott he really kicked off the attacking and nelson Oliveira from movie star went with him and that was kind of the the beginning of the end for the cohesion and cooperation in the breakaway you, you got to think about so those who aren't that familiar with cycling or even if you are it's never never hurts to get a little refresher on what's going on with that break so the break goes and once they're in the break riders are on different teams but at a time like that they're all in the break obviously they want to win individually but as the break is forming it's not the time to decide who's going to win individually that's in the last kilometers of the day so for the majority of the day the riders in the break they act like teammates they have quite a collaborative atmosphere between them and you know depending on the circumstances they'll even look after each other with you know food drink they'll shelter each other as much as they can through the day they'll share the workload uh it's a very cooperative a break that's moving smoothly like today was for a good chunk of the day it's a very cooperative uh group and it becomes like a, a team time trial where they're all in it together and as you get closer and closer to the finish people start hedging their bets people start going okay i need to start thinking about how i can win this maybe i'm not the fastest sprinter maybe i'm not the best climber so maybe i need to start saving energy a little bit earlier than some of the other guys so the relationship in the break changes from a cooperative one to a competitive one or a combative one and that's when really the fun starts and you have guys playing to their unique skill sets some guys can you know are super explosive some guys can go along with good endurance and time trial clear so we had yeah gamez from mitchelton scott and Oliveira were the first two to strike out we finished it on a tough enough little cat tree climb today but behind that the break had almost no interest in riding uh, or the, the bunch had almost no interest in riding it looks like astana you know they done a token little bit of riding close to the end to minimize the gap but it looks like they were happy enough to give the jersey away like astana are here to win the vuelta they're not worried about you know, playing to ego and having the jersey for you know not to not to minimize the achievement of having the jersey like roach had for a few days it's amazing but for a team like sunweb their goal there is to hold the jersey for a few days because nico's not the strongest in the race you know he might have got a top 10 top five at a push but he's not the strongest in the race lopez potentially is the strongest in the race or at least the stand of view as the strongest in the race so they want that jersey and they want to give it away for a little bit so they give it away so it saves the team working tomorrow the next day and then they get it back ideally you want to get it back as late as you can but obviously that starts getting tactically quite difficult to do so astana looked happy to give that away today and there's two guys in the break who really stood to benefit that was dylan toons the ex post man for bahrain merida and david de la cruz for team ineos who've been disastrous up to now like we spoke about walt pills who's out of there this season uh and Theo Gegenhart just not grasping that opportunity and yeah it, they've had a bad bad race and this was their chance today with Dela Cruz and the break to salvage something uh, 
break worked pretty well as I said until them attacks kicked off uh, as the attacks were kicking off another blow for EF education TJ Van Garderen binned it or hedged it at 65 kilometers an hour on the descent landed in a hedge which wasn't great he is back he did get back on the bike so hopefully he sleeps all right and back in the race he finished the stage so yeah not great for TJ rough 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 day I'd say morale's quite low in EF tonight uh yeah, once the attacking really started, we had sort of the cream rising to the top. We had Dylan Toons, who emerged as the strongest, and he'd done all the work up. He got clear with Jesus uh, Harada from Cofidus, and yeah, they forged the lead, bridged across to the two guys, Gomez and Oliveira, breezed straight past them, and it was a two-up in the finish. Uh, Toons, he needed to ride for time, so he had to sacrifice that stage. The only way he was going to win it was if Harada was right on the limit on his wheel, which he wasn't. And then when Toons tried to open it in the last three, 400 metres, if Harada was on the limit, he may not have been able to come around them. But Harada looked to be you know, playing the actor, and he had a lot left. When he went to 300 to go, he gapped them well. He must have gapped them by... It must have had 10 seconds at the end. Uh, Gordon rounded out the podium from AG2R, or as he does air, if we want to keep a bit of culture on the podcast. Uh, so, yeah, big shake-up on the GC, but before I move on to that, we're lucky enough to announce a second show sponsor. This has turned into the move. It will be capped at two. I'm not going to turn it into the move where he's uh, shilling 25 different sponsors a show. Uh, but I am super excited about his sponsor. It's one that... I'd hoped would come on negotiations have been going on for a number of weeks with this sponsor they're a company called click funnels i'm going to pop you a link down below because you need to check them out it's phenomenal it's really changed a1 for me uh, a1 was difficult to run we scaled back the operation in terms of having a physical headquarters last year and we kind of moved to a new business model where we're dispersed around the place coaches are dispersed around the place rather than stuck in the office but me at home building stuff, you need to have that versatility and flexibility to get stuff up fast. And ClickFunnels is amazing for building web pages in seconds. Like the training camp web page built up on ClickFunnels, so easy to do. Built in a few seconds, integrated with Stripe, integrates with your mailing lists. It's phenomenal. It's a one stop shop. Before I moved over to ClickFunnels, I was using four, five different platforms for hosting stuff, sending emails, servers bunch of different monthly recurring subscriptions and ClickFunnels has been an absolute game changer for me so i'm gonna pop the link down below and they're hooking you guys up with a 14 day free trial so jump in and have a play around it's if you're looking to start a business or you know somebody who currently has a business it's phenomenal there's layers to it layer upon layer upon layer you'll love it check it out uh so yeah the peloton as i say behind they were cruising bennett was in the bunch right till the end and he had no reason to dig in today so he, bennett's goal is minimizing the amount of effort he's going to have to put in and the amount of effort he judged to stay in the bunch was less than the amount of effort if he had to just cruise in on his own so that tells you how easy it was uh the commentary the commentary team uh was like carlton kirby who i know he's a divisive man a lot of people don't like him i quite like him uh, and sean kelly who everyone likes because he's cycling god they were focusing a lot on Dela Cruz, and I was surprised from Kelly because Dylan Toombs is a former on-post rider, and he's a super, super good climber, and Dela Cruz hasn't been able to kick snow off a rope the last few days. He's been getting hammered on the climbs, and that last climb, it was sticky enough. I 
to me it looked obvious watching the race the way that was going to pan out but the guys just didn't see it uh, yeah Dylan Toomes absolutely scorched him on the climb like yeah Dela Cruz is moved he's moved up to second on GC so GC at the moment is uh, what have we got we've got Dylan Toomes we've got David Dela Cruz then we've got Lopez then we've got Roglic uh yeah, just Dela Cruz isn't going to be there. Uh, tomorrow is a hard, hard finish, and Dela Cruz is not going to be near that finish. Uh, like after the stage, he said, "What can I say? I just gave my best." As you can see, it wasn't enough. You have to keep trying, and let's hope that a good result is coming. I hate to break it to you, fam. A good result doesn't look like it's coming. It looks he looks bad. The Ineos all look bad. I don't know what's going on. The Ineos bug is going around. Uh, tomorrow is an epic stage it's one of the ones i have marked out like i'll tell you the ones i have marked out i have five six seven nine thirteen fifteen sixteen and twenty so tomorrow marks number seven so the note i have on it is the last finishing climb it's a hilltop finish tomorrow and the finishing climb is stinking hard it's over four kilometers at 12.3 percent and that comes on a day where we have four climbs this is a tough Vuelta, guys. We spoke before that the Vuelta isn't the tour. It doesn't have any of those sort of, you know, build up. I kind of find like the tour is like an orchestra or something. It builds and it builds and it builds to the big crescendo, which could be Alpe de Wes, it could be Montform too. The Vuelta's just freestyling. It's going, it's chilling it, and then it's boom, boom, boom. The drum and bass kicks in. It's tough, and it, there's a lot of tough days. Like, what if I want to, three, four, five, six, seven... I've identified eight days there, which are super hard, and that's not even to mention the time trial, which, you know, for the contenders like Roglic, it's absolute full stick. You know, I know for the likes of Bennett and the boys like that, it is a lot easier, but yeah. Uh, other things that caught my attention today, I'm missing the old uh, Alpacine uh, shampoo ad, you know, the one that I just put it to my hair for five minutes. That one was class. Uh, the new one is shit, so they need to change that up. Uh, who is the UAE lad that's catching my attention? Oh, yeah. Pogokar. He is an unreal. The Slovenian for uh, UAE. He's a big, big talent. He's a young lad. He attacked again on the finishing climb today. Fugosang was riding tempo for Astana. And he went, Pogokar went away. Uh, and he was there yesterday at the pointy end. He just got dropped out of that Roglic group. He was the last man. Roglic, Valverde and Pogacar at one point and then he just got dropped out of that. UAE have tied him into a mad long contract. I think we've Remco, Evan Paul, Bernal and Pogacar are the three longest contracts in cycling. So that shows you how well thought of the lad is. Uh, he's one to watch, not for the future, he's one to watch for the next two and a half weeks. Uh, really enjoying the Vuelta so far. I want to finish the podcast and give you guys a little treat today. We haven't had for the Vuelta audience yet it's sarah's recipes the last one went down super well so i'm going to welcome sarah back and she's going to finish off the podcast for me and give you guys an amazing recipe so if you want to get that recipe she'll tell you all about it what it is click on the link down below and we're going to email that to you and you'll have a breakdown of you know your macros in that what's your carbs so you can figure out you know based on your weight so yeah you want to be eating roughly a gram of carbohydrates per kilogram of body weight per hour I think if you're an 80 kilo rider, you've got to cap that at around 60. So up to 60 grams of carbohydrates per hour, I find. If you can mix it up between solid and uh, drink, even better. 
uh, other things to mention before I pass you over to Sarah are the training camp. Eight week challenge is just it's just finishing up for uh, registration, so you've got probably a day left on that. If you want in the eight week challenge, hit me up on that one fast. There's a link. I'm gonna put it in the show notes and the description. Training camp as well. You need to start taking action on that one. I, not sure what we're going to do if we're going to do a price rise on it possibly but get booking on that and i'm going to throw the link in the description down below that's six days in cambrails from november 9th to november 15th full pro experience that's going to be epic we're just cruising around two groups so it doesn't matter really what level you're at as long as you can ride the bike for sort of three plus hours and are comfortable doing sportives there you go i'm going to pass you across to sarah thanks for listening and i'm going to chat to you guys tomorrow Hello you beautiful cycling fans, it's me here again to give you another recipe for the road. Um, so I have to be honest, I got this little gem from a well-known Irish cyclist who actually credits this flapjack with a lot of his success over the last few years. So after I was standing in the cold one day and uh, of course it was raining and windy watching Anthony and a few of his teammates race, I was handed this delicious flapjack with a cuppa and I had to have the recipe. So it's perfect for an on-the-bike boost and it couldn't be simpler to make and as ever you know exactly what's going into it so it has none of the nasty preservatives or god knows what else that you get in the shop-bought versions. So click in the show notes below, we'll send you the recipe and I'll, re- I'll reveal who the mastermind is behind this delicacy. Uh, so it seems that that's the show wrapped up for tonight. Anthony will be back tomorrow with more insights on the Vuelta Stage 7 tomorrow. Take care.